0: with a bunch of different contractors on a new construction home, you can see why things are delayed. It doesn't have anything to do with material. There's no shortage of the cobblestone that's going in here.
1: Welcome to the Get Real Podcast, your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, ron phillips because somebody's got to tell it
0: like it is hey everybody welcome back to the get real podcast ron phillips heather marchant at your service
1: happy to be here
0: we're back we're back we're using a new system and so it has a countdown feature which is really cool
1: very exciting it gets you really like here we go
0: uh, supposedly time. we look better although i can't tell Heather. Yeah. i mean i think we're just about as sexy as we're gonna get pretty much all the time. So,
1: (laughs) well, I'm recording in my new home office today. And I told Ron, I told you, I'm like, man, I see way more wrinkles in this lighting.
0: (laughs) She's got guys. Here's the thing. Heather has one of those cheater lights at the office. I don't know if you guys have seen those for the influencers, but Heather is an influencer when she's at the office, when she leaves the office, no longer an influencer. So apparently apparently all today, get real show. You're getting the real Heather March. So if you guys haven't been to YouTube to actually see the video feed of this, you should go and then you should just c- compare. And True. then you should probably, I think y'all should start commenting on this particular one, whether or not you like the real Heather or the influencer Heather, because if you like the influencer Heather better, I'm going to get an influencer light. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So as you guys vote, let us know which one you like better Then I may or may not buy an influencer light too.
1: Well, the other thing is we used to record on zoom and zoom has like a feature that's like, Oh, uh, what is it yeah. called Ron? that it kind of smooths your complexion. I, mm-hmm. think. I think that's, I think it eliminates some of the wrinkles. So it's been a wake up call for me today that I'm aging. It's all right. I'm in my forties. We started working together around, I was like 25 or something.
0: I know, and exactly. I wasn't a grandpa. But I am now, and I'm super happy about it, and I'm okay with the wrinkles. So, you know, <laughs> screw it.
1: Earned. Earned wrinkles.
0: All right. So today, this is a decent segue into what we're going to talk about today because we were talking about old properties, new properties, and I guess we were just talking about new properties that have gotten old, as in us. <laughs> yeah. But I don't need a rehab yet. I don't need a rehab yet. So I'm still... Still trucking. Heather, you don't need a rehab either. So we're good.
1: I refuse to actually have a rehab because I am determined to teach my girls that you accept your body in all of its
0: glory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I tell myself that too, except for when I put 315 on the bench and I'm supposed to be able to lift it and my shoulder says, no, sir. (laughs) <laughs> you're not lifting that anymore. And then I'm like, can I go get some kind of a uh, surgery that makes it so my shoulder works right. I probably can just haven't done it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. New construction. We're not talking about shoulders or faces anymore today. I can't promise that there may be a callback to faces True. and or shoulders. I, I don't know, but we're going to talk about new construction because we've had a whole bunch of people who've asked about new construction and yeah. I guess that leads us into market too. Like, so new construction slash market conditions, where we're at, what we're doing. And we just wanted to give you guys some real what's going on in our lives with new construction because we got some stuff under construction and we got a whole bunch of clients who have stuff under construction. Yep. So we just wanted to kind of give you an update on how all of that is going.
1: There's been turbulence, which. Shouldn't surprise anyone that there's been Mm -hmm. turbulence. I mean, you and I are building in several markets, really, and watching the construction delays and the supply shortages. And (laughs) yeah, it's painful for sure.
0: And y'all know look, new construction rehab, not entirely different, you know, getting the things that you need. I mean, I'm still, it has been, what are we in, February? Okay, so I ordered my range for my house that I've told you guys about in January of last year, and I'm supposed to get it this month. What? Oh, yeah. It's still not not in.
1: That was like your dishwasher. It was kind of the same deal. Maybe not that long. Yeah,
0: finally got the dishwasher, Yeah, it's in. Looking good, working great, but no range. I got the range hood, but no range. (laughs) So State of the Union just happened. In the State of the Union Address, you would think everything was happening swimmingly, just like every other State of the Union Address ever. I'm not even sure why people watch those stupid things, but I didn't watch it. But I hear everything's rosy. Yeah. But this is the Get Real Show. So, President Biden, we're going to tell how it is. We still have supply chain problems. Yes. And we are post-COVID minimum a year. Yep. Two years, if you look at it from my perspective, but at least a year.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
0: still can't get crap here, right? So yeah. so it's just taken a while. In addition to that, Heather, it's not just the supply chain. If it were just the supply chain, we'd probably be okay. But it's not. It's also permitting. Totally. Which I'm going to go ahead and just blame on the government because that is literally who is in charge of permitting the government.
1: And I think that... From what I've experienced as a society, have all over the news, supply chain problems, delays, you know, all that stuff. So people use it as justification to Mm -hmm. not have to really work very hard.
0: Yeah. Contractor forgot to order something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just not here yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. sure. Yeah. I can tell you that we really do because I personally ordered my range over a year ago and I don't have it yet, but it's kind of a specialty range. If you're ordering something normal for a house, you're probably going to get it. Yeah. Unless you don't order it. If you don't order it, which some of these builders, you know, their project management is lacking a little bit, but it's not all their fault either. I mean, goodness, both of us are building a property down in Florida. Yep. Heather's building a house (laughs) down in Florida. Ron is still waiting on a permit.
1: (laughs) I haven't started construction yet. I think... I'm at the office, like my file is getting get in front of somebody in the next like week or two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this lot to build on. When, Heather? I don't even remember.
1: It's depressing, Ron, because I closed on my lot the day after Valentine's Day, which is about when this is going to air around that time. So it, it's yeah. a year for me. You are maybe three weeks after me, something yeah, like so that. So it's been
0: a year. This yeah. is like my range. Okay, so... Yeah. Here we are in the state of Florida which for all intents and purposes is 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 running better than most states and they still yeah. cannot get permits out in a timely manner in spite of the fact there's not enough places for people to live. Well I and just,
1: couple that with the fact they had a massive hurricane because we're building on the west coast of Florida in Okay. Cape Coral, and you had you have this massive hurricane, so then they just shut down their department in order to work on making sure everybody's homes were safe and sound. And now we <laughs> we're back up and running. So,
0: let me just state: if I were running the department, I'd have hired more people. It's not like there's a lack of people in Florida; thousands of them moving there all the time. So grab some of those people up. Say hey, for the next six months, we're gonna we're gonna knock through this stuff right here yeah. because we can't touch this other thing over here that's already a year behind. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably hire a few more bodies over there too, and maybe let's beat up the process just to scotch not a ton. I'm not asking for a ton, just just a little bit. But yeah, the
1: demand for housing, if anything, has increased. Mm -hmm. So I think the pain points are there for sure. The lot I purchased, I paid cash, right? So my cash has not been performing for an Mm -hmm. entire year, making me no money. The lot has not really changed in value much. So you have that, like you're not, you haven't gained equity in the land.
0: (laughs) No, you can sell it and get your money back out of it, basically, that's where we're at, because I asked that. So I've been one of the frustrated people, right? And so I guess the good news is, Heather, there is a silver lining, is the home values have gone up Mm -hmm. and they haven't gone down.
1: And rents are increasing as well. Yeah. So the demand is there for sure. And we're also building in Arkansas, and it's literally the same story, except that we got out of permitting relatively quickly, and the builder has been the problem (laughs) and caused delays. But it's the same story in the sense that, yeah, it sucks, and it's painful, and we're way behind schedule. However, the property values have gone up. The rents have gone up. So, yeah, yeah, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say that. I mean, that... That doesn't usually, there were all these people who were predicting the market was going to completely fall apart. I still don't think that's going to happen. The market has slowed down dramatically. Mm-hmm. But that said, if you price your house right, in other words, the days of pricing your house 50,000 over what it's worth or hundred thousand over what it's worth and actually getting that, well, those days are over. But the days of pricing your house appropriately, having a bunch of people look at it and potentially getting an offer that is at or just under asking, yeah. Like, and what I'm describing is a normal market, that is where we're at.
1: I mean, that's what I just experienced this last week. I listed my house on a Thursday with the intent to have it an ready and live by Saturday, right? So out and broadcasted mm-hmm. by Saturday. We had an open house on Saturday. Saturday evening, we had our first offer. Monday, second offer. And I am under contract with a backup offer in place as of mm-hmm. two nights ago. So yep. yeah,
0: Tuesday. In what is the worst real estate market of our life. No, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. listen, I just saw a post this morning. I'm going to look it up because this is it's actually really good. I, lo- I love it when people post this stuff. Well, while I'm, you're I'm looking doing it up, this live. So Heather's going to take over up, for a I'll second. I'll
1: tell you a few things. So a couple of difference makers is we put in the work. Like maybe six months ago, we wouldn't have had to put in the work. We put in a lot of time with getting the house in pristine condition so that someone would come in and just be impressed right off the bat that there wasn't a whole lot of deferred maintenance or yeah, things they had to do to the house to move in. We moved out of the house and left our furniture and staged it. So we've been camping pretty much in our new house. My (laughs) mattress is on the floor and my bed is over at my house. And I stuck some air mattresses, two twin air mattresses on my king bed and made it up like a bed so that I could have my mattress because I love my mattress. Things like that, right? Like it was, we put in the work as the seller. It wasn't just like a, oh yeah, I don't even have to clean it and it'll sell for over asking. We did accept an offer for under asking as well. Not far under asking, but definitely it was under. So, and both offers were under. So,
0: okay. So somebody posted this today and the point of the post was the market is changing. Hmm. Okay. Now everybody knows that, but this is specific. It says percentage of homes sold above list price in the end of 2022, the percentage, this is in March of 2022.
1: It was 53%. Is this nationwide numbers? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. In September, it was 32%. Hmm. Now, if you look at this graph, it looks like the house prices have absolutely fallen off of a cliff. It looks like, I mean, I don't know if you can make this out. Heather, can you make that out? No, it's all absolutely white. not. It looks like a big white block. This looks like the stock market crash of 2008. This graph.
1: And it's what it's based off of percentage of homes that sold above asset.
0: above list price. So oh, that's funny. It went down to thirty two percent. Now my my assumption is from September until now, this thing is precipitously continued to drop. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure what the point is because this isn't about house prices. It just means you didn't get to sell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> above
0: fifty two percent, fifty three. Um, what was it? Fifty three percent. 53% of the houses
1: That's last crazy.
0: year, sometime around this time, right? Martin what did I say, May, yeah. March, May, yeah. somewhere around there, sold above list price. Yeah, the market uh, was completely on fire. Yeah. In September of last year, it was 32%. So a third of the homes sold above list price. I bet now it's almost none.
1: Yeah. And Big deal. And also couple that with the fact that there's always a slowing that time of year, because school goes back in session and people are less inclined to move when their children are in school. So that's not like rocket science either, that there's always more competitive market in the summer months.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I love these. And then, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I love that they still are putting out these articles that talk about the percentage of increase Mm -hmm. is down, but they write it as if the home prices are down. And you know what people, some home prices are down, but the majority of them are not down. Yeah. The majority of them have held their values or they're continuing to go up. So yeah.
1: Well, and how interesting it is the perception of it, because I've told just my family and some neighbors over in my old neighborhood that my home went under contract that fast and everyone is stunned and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really stunned. Like we put in the work, we definitely put in the work, but we felt like it was in a good marketable position. So.
0: Yeah. So what's the moral of the story here on uh, new construction, Heather? It's a pain in the butt. It's an absolute Royal pain in the butt. And, and there's another reason, I guess we should talk about the other reason because I'm experienced like today I, I was supposed to get my driveway torn out at mm. the big quote, quote, At the beginning of the week, Hmm. it is, we are recording this on Thursday. It is no longer the beginning of the week. Yeah. I have seen no one. (sighs) In addition to that, my contractor has not called me. This is my landscape contractor. He hasn't called me back and he hasn't texted me back. That means, let me translate that for you. That means I'm on another job and I overshot it. Like Mm -hmm. we, we're not going to get there. He'll text me when he's on his way. It'll probably be next week. Hmm. But he just, so I've lost a week. That's what happens. Now, if you stack up a whole bunch of weeks like that with a bunch of different contractors on new construction home, you can see why things are delayed. It doesn't have anything to do with material. There's no shortage of the
1: cobblestone
0: that's going in here. There's not a shortage of the shell sand that is going in here. It's all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. So
1: I think that cool part in shifting gears on this is painting that picture of the struggle and the problems. And one thing that people do is they get stuck in that they get stuck in the, oh man, I've been down this road before new construction sucks because I have to wait so long and it's delayed all the time. I have maybe rate lock extension fees or other issues, other costs Mm -hmm. because I had to wait. However, (laughs) there is opportunity and that's um, one thing we really want to focus on. We're going to be hosting a webinar early March. We'll be sharing the details on that, but talking about looking for opportunity. And this is actually a really good example because. We're in the thick of it, it's painful. Do we have like frustration? Absolutely. However, where is there opportunity? And I just was on the phone with a builder, a major builder across a nationwide builder yesterday. And he was talking about all these different projects like, oh yeah, we're going here and we have land that we're gonna develop here and all these different cities around Oklahoma City. And then he said, and then I said, well, tell me, do you have any existing homes that you need to move. And he said, well, I do find right now that people are waking up to the reality that higher interest rates aren't going anywhere. And so we are moving our inventory again. And we had some stagnant inventory, but he looked through and he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I have this one and this one. And so there's opportunity, Because new construction has taken a blow with higher interest rates, with supply chain problems and construction delays. Mm -hmm. So there's opportunity to pick up some deals. And he told me we have dropped our price. I think he said 15%. since the height, obviously. And he said our materials were super expensive in those homes we built previously, because materials have come down a little bit. And now they're having to raise their prices and maybe take less income than they would like to take because of current market conditions. So first opportunity. (laughs) And
0: second opportunity is that we because we are creative, like we said, I don't know how many podcasts ago, but we're creative in how we can use those funds. The interest rates no longer become an issue. Yep. And you can cash flow really well. And you're walking into properties with arguably with some equity. Yeah. Because True. wait till spring gets here and things pick up just a little bit. I said a little bit. I didn't say it was going to go like last year this time. Okay. But it is going to pick up a little bit. I mean, they're selling houses in the dead of winter, which is the worst possible time to sell houses, and, and they're able to sell them. They're just not moving as fast. They, they built way too many mm-hmm. because the market was on fire, and so now they're having to fire sale some of them, and then everything's going to normalize out, right? And the opportunity window for really good deals on those is going to close. And That doesn't mean that they're not a good deal. It just means that the really good deal part of it is going to go away.
1: Yeah. You have people that were, we've talked about this before, but people were qualified to build their home, like a primary residence and yep. move in. rates went up and they were left holding the bag of, I can't yep. get approved anymore. My payment has gone up higher than I can qualify for. And so they had to back out of their contract with builders. So overbuilding, yes, but also They had some problems with interest rates.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell you that same thing is happening with cars. It's happening with boats. It's happening with all kinds of things or people, Mm -hmm. the banks are tightening up. So if you have money, there's opportunities around. I mean, I, I I didn't think I'd see the day when you could get new boats for less than MSRP because last year, this time new boats were above (laughs) like, like houses. They were above MSRP. And if you could find one, you were lucky. And, you know, that's turned around. I mean, it's depending on what boat it is, you can get a decent price for it. And you can get ones that people have built and they can't qualify anymore that come into the dealerships. I have one sitting out there right now, and I'm probably going to get another one just the same way. Somebody's going to not be able to qualify for the financing and I can scoop it up. So there's opportunities out there for sure all over the place.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I think looking for that, because one thing that is exciting is if you have a market where you know there's not enough supply for the demand and for the demand on housing, I should say, especially, you know, in markets where there's been a shortage for some time, then you can lock in and build it prices, today's prices, even though rates might drop this year and prices could go up a little bit, you are locked at today's price. So that's,
0: Uh, that's that's another thing is the interest rates have actually come down a little bit.
1: That's true. It's been great.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, last year when I thought they were actually going to start building my house in Florida, I was mad because the interest rates were so high. Right, because I, I should have been able to lock in at you know four and a half percent. Now now the interest rate was like seven and a half percent, and well, that kind of pissed me off a little bit. But now yeah. they're not as bad as they were, and they're, they're they've come down. They probably will come down a little bit more because the government is now lying to us again about. <laughs> should I say that? <laughs> how
1: great we're doing! Uh, oh, I mean we're yeah, doing so great, you guys. All yeah, of, so they've, doing they've done an incredible job or...
0: with inflation. And because they've yeah. done that, and because they've, on one hand, they say that they haven't created enough jobs, and that that's a good thing. They've been trying to like take the heat out of the jobs market. In the same breath, they claim they've created like 12 million jobs. I I don't know which one to believe, but it's irrelevant. If mm-hmm. the Fed believes that we've actually curbed inflation a little bit, then they'll ease up a little bit. They certainly won't band. go down the road they've been on.
1: Well, I think that what I've seen, too, is they've eased up on investors a little bit Mm -hmm. specifically. So it's possible that they're seeing a need,
0: right? I guess the moral of the story is that the State of the Union address could be a good thing if the Fed believes anything that President Biden said.
1: True. Believe all of it, then.
0: Just believe believe the parts of it that will allow you to lower the interest rates. And don't (laughs) believe any of the other stuff he said. Because it's all lies anyway. So just believe whichever one of the lies you want. And then, you know, maybe they'll lower the interest rates. You think, yeah. Heather?
1: I, I Everything know. I've read said this year they'll lower the rates. And for how many people I know that have looked at us for moving right now with higher rates and have said, oh, man, I'm just waiting. You know, I'm waiting until rates come down. Or investors saying, oh, I'm just going to wait. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> join the club of waiters who will you know, have a spike in demand, you know?
0: <laughs> I literally just told my brother today, I said, look, uh, he was going to put an option on a house. And I was like, yeah, you put an option on a house. You don't have a whole lot to lose because the option yeah. amount was super small, but you've got a locked in price. And I said, if they lower the interest rates this year, yeah. Katie bar the doors, like yeah. the market is going to catch fire like it did before. Yeah, So I don't think they're going to go crazy on it, but if they did, the price of the house the option that he bought, it would be an incredible deal. So keep that in mind too. If they're going to lower interest rates, that means the prices are probably going to go up a little bit. If they lower them a lot, well, the house prices are going to go up a lot. And it's going to happen really fast if they do that.
1: And for investors, it means, I mean, what we repeat, what we had happen in like the early, like 2021, where we couldn't find enough inventory for our investors. Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. everybody would sell for more on the local market. So they just said, uh, we'll come back we'll come back to you guys.
0: So what are we saying, Heather? Are we saying that we are gonna stop being the hot girl at the dance of the
1: We could stop being the hot girl at the dance, which sucks. Yeah, so I don't,
0: I don't wanna be the ugly girl again.
1: I know. I didn't no. like that. No, it was I awful. Don't
0: like that at all. Yes. Okay. So I
1: am I am saying if interest Let's do moderate
0: rates are correct. the. I just want to, because the Fed listens to our show, clearly, I just want to reiterate, <laughs> restate, I want to restate. Let's moderately adjust the rates so that Ron and Heather can still be. I just realized that you actually are a girl. I am not. <laughs> and, we're, <clears throat> and we're both suggesting hot girl at the dance. I may have yeah. to think this through. <laughs> I might have to think this through. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to have much else to say. That's, that's really going to be stuck in my head for just a little bit. I'm going to have to work <laughs> through that until the next show, everybody. So. we
1: we'll have maybe, to come up with another, another way to explain that for you. I don't,
0: I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know right now. Okay. So anyway, the good news is new construction is still a good thing. Markets still not like going to hell and you know, the world's not going to end.
1: Yep. So, it's until next time, great time to buy. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. Get out there and make something happen, everybody. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.